Hello, and welcome to the weekly market podcast by BNP Paribas Asset Management. I'm Daniel Morris, Senior Investment Strategist, and this week I'm joined by Philippe Renaudin, who is the head of BNP Paribas Asset Management's Global Money Markets. If we look at what's happened in the markets over the last few weeks, if we think about what's uh, likely ahead for us, the two key stories probably right now are the equity sell-off that we've had, at least within the tech sector, uh, and then also the U.S. Federal Reserve's policy review, where they took another look at their inflation and unemployment objectives. Those are probably the key events over the last few weeks. If we anticipate what might be the news over the next week or so, it's probably going to be potentially around the reimposition to some degree of lockdown restrictions uh, in Europe. We do see an increase in infection rate in many countries in Europe, and that certainly does raise the risk that some countries are going to feel compelled uh, to impose hopefully just localized restrictions. Uh, but certainly that raises a concern that some of the enthusiasm that we've seen in equity markets over the last several months could wane a bit if those restrictions do come into place. First, let's talk about what's happened in the equity markets over the last few weeks. Again, we've seen a pretty significant sell-off, uh, particularly in U.S. equities. They are down around 10% from the highs. Uh, that said, though, if you look at the rest of the U.S. market or the U.S. market X technology, those shares are only down around 4%, so quite resilient. And European markets are pretty much flat over the same period. So it really does seem to be pretty much a U.S. tech story. Now, what might be the reason for that? Well, of course, we've had you know really fantastic returns uh, in tech. And even with the declines that we've had recently, U.S. technology is still up over 60%, over 60% from the lows that we had in March and still up over 40% year to date. So this correction that we've seen honestly is not all that surprising. Uh, it's, I think, fair to just term it a bit of profit taking given the returns that you've had so far. Uh, if we look at the other parts of the market, though, U.S. X tech uh, year to date is still flat, so really no gains there, uh, and Europe is still down around 9%, so really looking uh, for how much U.S. technology shares will be able to advance relative to the rest of the market given what's happened. The other thing to keep in mind on one hand is that valuations, even with the correction that we've had for technology shares, still by many measures look quite high, so concerns about valuations for parts of the tech market. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, earnings revisions, again, mostly in the U.S., uh, are generally quite good, running about two to one positive earnings revisions versus negative earnings revisions. That's the story in the equity markets. On the fixed income side, the big news uh, was the Fed's policy review. And this didn't necessarily get uh, as much notice as maybe it should, but it really is a pretty significant change in their policies. And the results are that the Fed in the future is going to be less concerned about low unemployment rates. Uh, and the concern in the past was that if you had very low unemployment rates, that that would generate inflation, except we really haven't seen that over the last decade or so. And at the same time, they are going to try to achieve a 2% inflation target on average. And it's the on average that really is the change here as opposed to getting to 2% inflation and declaring job done, 
given that we've had below 2% inflation for such a long time, if you really want 2% inflation on average, you need to be above 2% for a while. So the objective is now to get inflation above 2% for some undetermined period of time so that the average, again, over some undetermined period of time is 2%. What does this mean? It sounds maybe somewhat innocuous, but it really should lead to higher inflation expectations. It's also a signal from the Fed that they're going to be keeping interest rates very low for quite a long time. It's also a message that quantitative easing is likely here to stay. The impact for the markets then is likely to be positive for risk assets in general, certainly should support equities and credit. Also probably good for gold, because at the same time we anticipate real interest rates uh, will stay low or fall. And also arguably should be bad for the dollar, because you have a combination of higher inflation uh, and low policy rates, which generally should weaken the dollar versus other currencies, and in particular, perhaps the euro, given that we really didn't see much from the ECB recently after they had their own meeting, uh, not any significant policy changes there. That's the environment that we're in then, in some ways a very big change, and in other ways perhaps not so much, insofar as interest rates are going to continue to stay very low. And that actually gives me a very good segue to ask my first question to our guest, Philippe. Uh, Philippe, can you share with us the current conditions for the U.S. dollar money markets? Uh, what's about the level of rates? What about spreads, particularly following the turmoil that we had from March? Yes, Daniel, thank you. Uh, in fact, what we notice is that, uh, if I summarize, the Fed has done the job. Uh, the Fed was very active in the market to provide all liquidity for banks, corporates, and uh, thanks again for the Fed, uh, market uh, are now very, very liquid. Uh, rates and spread are very low now. For, to give you an example, US T-bill are close to 10 basis points. That means 0.10 persons. Uh, CDs uh, are around 15 BP, lower, very lower than the 80 or 100 BP during the crisis. That means, uh, again, to summarize, that for corporate or banks uh, to uh, issue paper at three months, now it's close to 0.15%, uh, and during the crisis, it was 1%. That's my, uh, my first uh, comment on the, on the U.S. dollar money market. As you point out, Philippe, Fed funds are around 10 basis points. I imagine that presents a lot of challenges for you as a money market manager. In this environment, what type of securities do you buy? And what are your strategies to avoid negative yield in your US dollar money market funds? We maintain or we manage a pocket of liquidity around 3 to 40 persons uh, invested in deposit, deposit banks, We've an average rate between 5 to 15 basis points. Uh, as the Fed fund is uh, close to 10 basis points, that means on average, our debt run at a yield close to the Fed fund's uh, fixing. The other part of our portfolio, 60 persons, uh, is invested in uh, different maturities, uh, especially banks. We notice that uh, we, uh, we see less and less corporate on the market on the, on the U.S. dollar, 
banks are still very active, especially on the three months to six month maturities. And we favor this investment, these securities uh, actually. At the end, uh, we are able to provide a daily yield positive, uh, as you, you uh, understand, between the balance on deposit on one side and investment on banks on the other side. The, 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 the result of the portfolio is a positive yield. Uh, we are very confident to keep this level, uh, this positive level for a couple of months. Let's turn to Europe and in particular the Bank of England. As I mentioned, we didn't really see much activity out of the ECB recently. Um, however, with renewed tensions around Brexit, more attention is being paid to what's happening in the UK. Uh, we do have a meeting coming up from the Bank of England and our economists here at BNP believe that the monetary stance is likely going to remain loose in the UK for the foreseeable future, at least partly because the fiscal easing that we've had recently, uh, not only in the UK, but in many other countries, uh, is likely going to need to reverse as governments become concerned about uh, rectifying uh, their budget deficits, potentially raising taxes to try to bring uh, the amount of debt in line and reduce the budget deficits that they're facing with the pandemic. If the Bank of England does ease further, as actually we expect it will, uh, it's likely, however, to be more around quantitative easing as opposed to a further reduction in rates. Uh, in particular, people wonder whether or not the Bank of England would consider cutting rates into negative territory, as we've seen with the European Central Bank. However, the BOE has made it clear that negative rates, as they put it, are in the toolbox. That means they can be used if needed. However, we anticipate that they're more likely to make a cut or a small cut from 0.1% to zero, as opposed to necessarily actually going below zero into negative territory. And if that were to happen, we really don't see that uh, anytime in the near future. That's the environment that we face in Europe. So, Philippe, let me again ask you a similar question to the one for the Fed. When you have in the US Fed funds at 10 basis points, uh, in the UK with Sonia for Sterling, it's near five basis points. Again, what type of securities do you buy and how do you avoid negative yield? Um, regarding your, your, your point about the, the, the turmoil or the volatility on, mark se- on markets, especially on the UK market, it's important to notice that uh, on money market activity, it's more quiet. Uh, that means that we are in a range between zero to 20 uh, basis points uh, on all types of instruments. Um, what we have seen, it's clearly a drop on money market rate uh, after May uh, due to the action also of the Bank of England, who also provide a lot of liquidity as the Fed. The, the Sonia, which is the Sterling Overnight Index Average, which is the official rate on a day-to-day uh, bank center rate, is now close to 0.05 BP. Uh, but markets are still under pressure uh, vis-à-vis of this uh, floor at zero. That means that a uh, uh, lot of UKT bills, for example, are at zero. Uh, this morning, we noticed the first uh, UKT bill on uh, the auction at three months at uh, minus 0.01%. Uh, that means that minus one basis point. And for uh, portfolio manager, especially on money market activity, it's very difficult to uh, 
to, cont to maintain a positive yield on, on portfolio net of fees, it's very difficult to, to build portfolio uh, in this market condition. Why? Because the market also expects a potential rate cut, as you mentioned, and the uh, spread are very low. Uh, and rates are close to zero on a lot of uh, instruments, on a lot of maturities. But also, thanks to the Bank of England, who has done the job uh, during the crisis to provide liquidity and avoid uh, a market close. Great. Thanks very much, Philippe. That was very helpful to understand how the markets have evolved over the last several months, actions that the central banks have taken, uh, both the Fed and the Bank of England, to calm markets, to provide uh, ample liquidity, and that has helped uh, tranquilize, if you will, to some degree, uh, the situation compared to the turmoil we had uh, when the markets really were quite upset in March. Uh, as we compare the situation between the U.S. and, say, the U.K., where in both markets interest rates very low, uh, and perhaps even more challenging in the U.K. to have positive yield for money market funds, given that particularly here, Investors are anticipating a rate cut from the Bank of England. Spreads are very low, uh, but at least in the U.S., a bit easier to generate positive yield, partly, for example, by uh, investing in banks. That's it from us this week. We really do appreciate you listening in. If you do have any further questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact. We wish you a good week and take care. This podcast presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BMP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.